This is the Radio Bold News Pod. I'm Mike Sikel with timely conversations for the Sullivan Catskills and beyond. I have with me today Lorene Gaberlein, who is the director of the Center for Workforce Development, and Lyle Menchev, who is Youth Services Coordinator. So I, I'm not allowed to say Youth Services Coordinator anymore. Okay. So what is But it? you can leave this in, though. No, no. Because okay. I have like a whole, it's like a little thing that I got. So I am not the youth programming coordinator. You can't say that. I am right. I can't say that. So okay. I am the I am the coordinator. I coordinate youth, youth programming and services. Okay. Yeah. All right. I see the distinction. There. Yeah, there's a very big difference. The, yeah. No, it's it's great to have both of you. And uh, because honestly, I doing a, a little bit of research, you know, found out a lot about what you what you offer the the youth community, and it's great. So I want to have an opportunity to talk about that. But Lorraine, I'm going to start with you because I'd like to start off with a little overview of what Center for Workforce Development is. We hear a lot about it. It covers quite a scope of services for both employees, potential employees, and employers. So talk yes. to me a little bit about that. Well, the Center for Workforce Development, we're an employment, really. Um, our job is to try to get employees connected with employers within Sullivan County. And we can do that by offering some upskilled training we have all kinds of courses that can be taken right now virtually um, looking for some to come back face to face as we go back into the the future months here mm-hmm. um, we also offer a lot of education which Lyle will get into with some of the youth services and and making sure that um, people have their high school education or their GEDs and even for people who have decided maybe this isn't the job that I want anymore and I'd like to train in something totally different, we can do that as well. As far as the youth services, which we're going to speak about, we also offer adult education and dislocated workers. So if there's dislocated workers out there that, especially with the pandemic over the last year, and you can't find a job. We have a lot of employers out there right now looking to hire. So, and essentially, you keep you keep a pool of uh, potential uh, potential jobs that are available in the county, right? Yes, we do. So someone can can actually sign up and somehow uh, put in their skills or their resume or whatever, and and you connect people. Is that the way it works? Yes, we do. We have someone in the office that will help redo your resume if you want to come in and you need to brush up some of your skills there's a lot of things out there on a resume that people don't really think that they do but there's really when you come down to it there's a lot that you can do and and put on a resume that will connect you into different areas and different positions so we're there to do that as well then um, from there we can connect you with a case manager and either on the youth services side, the adult side, the dislocated side. Quite a number of things. No, and and do you also, you, you know, you mentioned brushing up on resumes, and it's a very, very good point, especially in this day and age. Um, are you also involved in getting resumes out to um, some of the uh, Internet-related services and things like that? 
you know, we hear about Indeed, and we I'm just using that as an example. But. We don't really do that. What our position is, is we, we feature what we call hot jobs, and we will help the businesses look for people within the area that would fit the job description that they're looking for. And if we can't do that, then we hope to maybe put them into some type of additional skilled training or something else that will help them increase their opportunities within the community. But the hot jobs is something right now that a lot of our businesses throughout Sullivan County have their jobs featured on there. And please look at our website, which sure. is the county, under the county website, which is, can I say that, Mike? www. <laughs> Sure, you could say it. Sullivan County. No, it's actually Sullivan Because yes. we just yeah. changed. But I think yeah. the best way to get to our our stuff on the county site is just by going through the Facebook page at this point. So just looking up through social media, Sullivan County I know. Workforce Development, and yeah. that'll bring you right to. Uh, That'll bring Which you right we just to our, actually launched. We did. We, um, we launched a Facebook yes. page. That's going to actually be in a press release, hoping for May 3rd. Well, I um, know it's been posted on the county Facebook page, yes. and there's information there. And we were, I definitely wanted to talk a little bit about that. But uh, you also, I had noticed on uh, on the list of services that you have, you definitely give priority to veterans, right? Because yes, that's a very do. important thing. Talk to me a little bit about that. Absolutely. I have a... A son who served in the military as well, so I'm extremely supportive of that. You're yeah. cognizant of it, you know. Yeah, it's something yeah, that's yeah, close yeah. to your life. Yes, sure. It's so, family. So, and, it's, and I think for many residents in the community, sure. absolutely. And I mean, absolutely. veterans, I feel like is a is a is a community in and of itself. So, uh, having someone who's directing workforce development and has family in the military and and has close ties to it. Uh, it's really like with, a warm welcome. Yeah. Do, do you work with other organizations within the county? I know uh, Action Towards Independence does a lot of veterans yes. outreach. Of course, the the Veteran Service Agency here in the county. That's all under lot, our. So. That's under our department, right? Right. So. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, let me let me just give a little background here too. Like the Center for Workforce is actually run, I should say, by the Workforce Development Board, which is a board of. 17 businesses throughout Sullivan County that have input into what we should look at doing and setting some laws and policies within that Mm -hmm. that we follow. Out of those businesses, um, they kind of come together a little bit more as well. I don't know what we... Well, I think the, the Workforce Development Board basically gets to provide suggestions as to how we go about making sure that services are available using federal funding. So yeah. the business community is really the, the, the first layer of scrutiny when it right, comes to right. making sure the taxpayer dollars are serving the community. Uh, the Workforce Development Board has that kind of first layer and look as to what is going to work best. And and does the board set specific targets or maybe look at, 
you know, reaching out to the youth community, for example. As, sure, they're, we're they're always talk about, offering insight. Or they're veterans or, yeah. No, offering no, no, no. input, offering insight no. as to as to what they think yeah. will be working best. Uh, a and, very of course, good there, there are many specific grants for, for all of these different services. So, right. you know, yes. that's, that's really part of the process. A good example yes. of uh, something that the Workforce Development Board has set in motion is when they approved career readiness training. You know, mm-hmm. we were talking about level one skill sets that um, that the community businesses felt were lacking in a lot of their entry level uh, potential hirees. So they called for some career readiness training to be available for the public. And so now the public can come in and sit for career readiness training and uh, and have a little bit uh, greater breadth of skills under their belt so they can look better uh, on a resume and perform better mm-hmm. when they land their jobs. Great. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I do also is I'm also the one-stop operator, which means that, and that is also set by the board, what I do is pull the partners together. So we have a, a group of partners within Sullivan County, which is all under kind of policies and procedures set by state and federal mandatory places that come in and tell us you know we don't want to waste our money that they give us on grants so we want you guys to partner within your communities to work together so one of the big departments is of course the department of labor Mm -hmm. we're located within the same building as the department of labor although they do unemployment we're more on the employment side so we connect together there's referrals made of course over the last year has been a little hard through the pandemic um but we also partner with with suny sullivan which is is a big partner of ours and and we're looking to get into some hopefully bring a cna program in very soon. We've been working on that for several months because that's, that's right. You're such partnering high with, demand. Yeah, SUNY Sullivan on, on um, that program. With BOCES, yeah. with Access yeah. VR. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's several partners. And before the pandemic hit, we could meet. You know, we haven't actually been able to meet over the last year, but we stay in touch and try to make sure what everybody's doing and that we're all kind of on the same page and going in the same direction because we don't want to redo each other's services we want to work together as a team to pull those services together for the community and and not spend taxpayer money where it's not necessary to spend the idea is to partner with other people in the community in order to make sure that the services are being delivered in an effective way sure sure absolutely and that's that's very important especially these days and there's there's a lot of money coming down the pike so to speak you know, with uh, with the latest uh, recovery package and and all federal money, as well as state money, and we're hoping that and we're going to see a big uptick in workforce development money. I mean, right now, after a pandemic, and you have all of these businesses that are going under and people who are out of work. I mean, what makes more sense uh, for mm-hmm. feds to be spending their money on than some workforce development initiatives that get people back to work and keep some of the businesses' doors open, so that everybody can continue to kind of build this economy that we got going yeah yeah well so uh lyle let's let's focus in on on the youth related services that are available through the uh center for workforce development because it, it, sure. it's quite extensive it and is. including uh you know the the fact that you have this uh this upskills program right uh there there's 
there are many moving parts. So talk to me, uh, first of all, in general, what, what it is that you offer for youth. Uh, in fact, there's some specific programs, even starting as, as low as age 14, I believe it is. Sure, if you've got yeah. working papers, I can yeah, try yeah. and find you a job, right? Well, that's uh, a great the idea, resource. The idea is um, to facilitate, right? There are young people are underserved historically. And when it comes to areas like this, especially now that the minimum wage has gone up, it makes it harder for young people to find employment. If an employer mm -hmm. uh, determines that, oh, there's certain jobs that uh, little Johnny can't do simply because the Department of Labor has determined that uh, they can't perform in these tasks, then it doesn't make sense for an employer to pick them up because they're limited. And why would you want to have a limited employee when you're paying them twelve fifty an hour? So part of what I do is make sure that when young people come to me, they can learn what they need to learn in order to do jobs effectively so that when it comes time for them to full-fledged entry into the workforce, depending on if they go to college, if they uh, decide to go to work right out of high school, that they are ready for employment. So the high schools are, are making kids employment ready. Uh, I'm making kids employment ready. Parents are making kids employment ready. Uh, as, as, at least we hope they are. Yeah, right? that's yeah, the that's yeah. the that's the goal. Is to but specifically, you you do actually assist uh, as certainly within this upskills program. You you assist students in uh, attaining their goals. And sometimes the goal might just be getting your your high school diploma or an equivalency or right. something like that. And that's where we forward, start, right? right? We yeah. start with basic skill sets. If someone comes to me and they uh, have dropped out of high school, uh, we we look at the reasons why they dropped out of high school. A lot of times, uh, it's peer to peer uh, interactions that that put a bad or a sour taste in a kid's mouth, and they decided, hey, I'm not this this school isn't for me. I'm getting bullied. Whatever it is, uh, we can take what they have learned and put it towards either a full-on uh, re-entry, right? Mm -hmm. we, can, we can work out the issues with the high schools and get them re-enrolled in their, in their districts. Uh, or we can say, hey, listen, uh, it's probably a better idea for you to uh, take your high school equivalency exam and get this behind you. Uh, so that way there's open enrollment at SUNY Sullivan. We can get you off and running into post-secondary education if that's what you're looking for. Or now that you have your high school diploma, let's get to work, right? Let's get you yeah. some, some training. So that would be the second step is that training component. So if you are looking for jobs in a specific field that require hands-on clinical training, a uh, good example would be uh, health occupations, right? right, right. Uh, so we are putting together remote training opportunities for people to get national certifications in health occupations mm -hmm. uh, so that we know uh, they're not limited with COVID. They can continue to, to uh, pursue their hopes and dreams and uh, end up with high-paying jobs at the end of the day, right? And that's the third component, is solidifying employment opportunities for young people. And I see all walks of life, I, people at all different stages of the game, mm -hmm. and regardless of where you might be, uh, I can kind of shine a light on a path for you, right? So a lot of kids, what they, what they see, you know, it's, it's that, that concept, they see like a darkened alley, and there's some street lights, right? And it's shining kind of a spotlight on some certain milestones that they have to meet, yeah. but they don't necessarily see the full avenue in front of them. Uh, so what we try and do is we try and turn the lights up a little bit, get a little bit 
more of an idea of what steps A, B, C, D, and E look like rather than just getting to step D yeah, and then yeah. to step F and well, eventually those, to, those, to G, which is your goal. Those sensible goals, yeah, right. for, for kids. And that, But now, uh, along that line, you, you also provide quite a variety of services because I know, depending on... You know, the individual. Yeah. Uh, you could even provide transportation services. You can even provide yeah, if it's, if it's books if sure. they're back to, you know, uh, continuing their education in, in some form or going back. Uh, supplies. Can you give me some specific? I could spend a half an hour talking to you about well, all of the different support that would services be great. that well, we offer. That, no, no. Because, I, I, yeah. You know what I, I'd really like is, that, you know, some, some real life e- examples because I know you have them. Sure. And I know you've had some real success stories coming out of this uh, this program. So speak to me a little bit about that. I have a young man uh, who came to me interested in health occupations. He had already finished his high school education, um, but he was homeless. Things had happened with his parents. He was just kind of on the street, floating couch to couch. And we were able to put him into a CNA training program, which he excelled at, and I was happy to pay for it. He said, I like health occupations. I I think I'm going to go for CNA. I can get a good job. I can stop being homeless. Lyle, this is what I want to do. So that's what we did. Put him into CNA training. Mm -hmm. He got a job as a CNA working in Liberty, found himself a, a roommate situation, and was living independently. Goal one, met, right? Living independently with that's a decent terrific. job. That's terrific. Fantastic. Yeah. He determined that he was interested in continuing on with his education, uh, and unfortunately, he was not old enough to be considered independent by college-level eligibility, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So his folks, who were out of the picture, were still responsible, according to the federal government, for supporting his education. And because they wanted no part of his education, he didn't have any money to pay. Yeah. So yeah. he didn't qualify for financial aid. Uh, so what my program was able to do was pay for his entire nursing degree. I paid wow. for his tuition. I paid for his books. I paid for all of the things that uh, that he needed in order to finish a nursing degree. He passed his boards. He's working. And now uh, that young man is making more money than I do. So, uh, you know, that's a, that's <laughs> no, a success story. No, no, that's story. terrific. That that's is a success a, that story. Is you know, a he's, success he's, story. He's a fantastic guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's one of those things that, you know, I go to bed and I think about and I'm just like, oh, I'm doing good work. Well, I imagine a, a lot of your job also involves that whole um, aspect of finding the right, the right job, the right person. You know, it does come down to motivation sure. when somebody comes to you. And I, they, I can't, they present I can't make you drink. <laughs> yeah, they pay A, B, and C. They, they, they'll tell you, you know, th- yeah. this is kind of what I want to do, but I, I'm sure there are different levels of that. Some people might be more focused than others. Yeah, I mean, I but can, that's I what can you take you to the water. With, right? right? I can take you to the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, can't, I, can't, I can't force it down your throat, but if you're ready for it, hey, let's, let's, let's do it together and, and, and take advantage of some opportunities that I can, that I can carve out for you. So, what are some of the other uh, some of the other youth services that you uh, have available? Because I know, you know, we were talking about the Upskills program. It's mm-hmm. one of the things that's that, by the way, is highlighted on the Sullivan County website. If you go into their into the Office for Workforce Development, you right. look up their youth services. You know, that's that's all there. But I imagine that you you must have different individuals that come in uh, and might fit 
within the age category, but aren't necessarily in a particular situation where they would need that much help. Just a little guidance. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, mean, you you deal can, with that, right? Absolutely. I mean, someone someone may just not know where to look for the kind of gig that they want to work in, and it takes about fifteen minutes sitting at my desk, and I say, "Hey, if you like art, have you ever thought about graphic design?" No, I never put those two together. Well, here's a couple of different graphic design jobs. There are gigs that you yep. can get, and uh, and they say, "Thank you, Lyle," and then they send me a postcard a couple years later, <laughs> and and they're off and running. You know, so so my the the services that are available off my desk it could be a 15 minute conversation it could be a three-year commitment you know mm -hmm. I'm, I'm certainly happy to meet all of these kids wherever they're at and figure out exactly what the ingredients for success look like for that particular kid and present them with opportunities so that they can take full advantage and get themselves going and i'm sure as lorraine was was talking about earlier you know the resume programs and all that especially when you're a younger person just starting out yeah uh you really need some guidance with things like that we do we and have those are the have, basics we have you great know. resume building professionals who uh you can get an appointment with megan and she'll sit with you and she'll talk to you about you know how you get to beef up your resume oh you know you didn't uh, have that much work experience well have you thought about your volunteer experience have you have you done any work with the churches have you worked in any shelters have you done anything that provides any kind of civic uh, benefit to your community because let's talk about that because that's valuable information for an employer and they don't even think about it right so a 15 or 20 minute conversation over the phone with some of our people over at workforce development uh, you'll end up with a professional polished and uh, and really good looking resume uh, and yep. that's one of the biggest things that employers judge you on, sure. right? Before you yep. even before you even get to say a word to someone who wants to potentially hire you, they're looking at your resume. So what a great way to spend a couple minutes on the phone uh, and make sure that you're getting the attention that you deserve. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a it's a great great service. Uh, let's talk a little bit more also about the partnerships because I know one of the one of the services you provide. Uh, under your youth programs is paid work experience. So how does that sort of thing work? Talk to me a little bit about so that's that. My, that. Now we're talking about like the, my favorite part of my oh, job. Oh, well, see, so, I was leading you there. I was, yeah. I, I knew that. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, I, I think the best way for me to explain what a work experience is is if I just kind of concoct an example for you. So mm -hmm. let's say, uh, Mike, you were, you were talking to a young man who wants to go into the business of radio. Right, and and he's just like, hey, I'm I'm really interested in doing this, and uh, but he doesn't really have the skill sets, doesn't really have any of the necessary prerequisites to warrant full-time employment. Uh, you can come to me, and you can say, Lyle, I have a, a young man who's really interested in radio. Uh, he just needs to kind of beef up uh, his skills, but if we train him a little bit, uh, I think we can get him to where we would need him to be in order to pick him up for hire. Uh, and I'll say, okay, you know, Mike, uh, let's let's put a work experience together for this kid. I will pay his salary. I will cover workers' comp. I will take care of all of the liability okay. and pay his salary as long as you're willing to give him a positive work experience where he comes away with milestones and achievements and a better understanding of what he would need know in order to perform the job now are there are there specific timelines to something like this yeah I, I typically keep them around four months okay uh right. yeah you know i i don't want to pay a kid's but that salary must be, for that, too long uh, no but that <laughs> that must be a great experience especially for a lot of the the smaller businesses here in the county of which 
you know, the majority of businesses are smaller businesses. Absolutely. Yes. And that provides a lot of support. Yes. Those and, who are struggling yeah. uh, and they don't necessarily have the manpower in order to um, keep their business operating in a way that they want, mm-hmm. uh, the expense is high, right? Taking a chance on an employee is a big chance, especially when you're a small business. Sure. I mean, we're talking about a decent amount of money, and it's a bit of a crapshoot. I don't know if you're going to be good or not. Sure, your resume looks nice. It's a, it's it's fantastic. But until I have you sitting in the seat, I'm not going to know how well you're performing. And in order to have you sitting in the seat, I need to pay you to sit there. So we're talking about a relatively big expenditure. So if I can come in, mitigate some of that expense, soothe some concerns, mm-hmm. And give a kid an opportunity at the same time to be trained the way you want him to be trained. Typically, it, it turns out uh, very, very positively. Yeah. Yes, yeah. with our end goal now, hoping to be that, you know, that you would retain that person at the end of that four-month work experience. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. If I, if and I, obviously, if you, connect, you connect with the business person and, and lay all these things out. So yeah. And all of these are measured in the yeah. valuations yeah. and all of that kind of good yeah. stuff and a lot yeah. of communication that happens back and forth. But well, yeah, if I, if I am able to provide you with a... Mm-hmm. If I can take a kid from a green, uh, wet-behind-the-ears uh, young person yeah. and turn them into someone with uh, a decent almost half-a-year experience doing the job... Uh, at that point, they can be considered an entry-level employee and worthy of the money. Absolutely, yeah. And Lorraine, now, does, does is there a similar program like this uh, on a general level, like for adults or individuals, especially these days now when we hear a lot about retraining coming out of the COVID situation, for example? Is there any kind of similar program like this available, or what are some of the other things that might be available to adults Unfortunately, on the adult and dislocated worker side, there isn't because the federal government has different requirements mm-hmm. based on the youth versus everything else. So, so they're willing to offer adults work experiences, right? But they're just not paid. Work they're not paid work experiences, okay. right? So oh, I can yeah. I can yeah, give an adult fair. a an yeah, opportunity yeah. to learn about a business, uh, but once they're once they're adults, they're expected to be able to kind of. Hold and again, you know, it's it, it's it's not a bad thing. Uh, it's a matter of uh, you know offering somebody the the experience and maybe offering some new goals to somebody that might not have thought about yes. where they want to go next. And I'd love to you know. see some more of the businesses within Sullivan County give us a call and tell us, you know, that you'd be willing to take that chance on a youth and give them a work experience. It, I think it's sometimes a little bit harder in Sullivan County because. We have a lot of small businesses. We don't have the bigger businesses like manufacturing and mm-hmm. and so on. So it, of course, depends on what the youth they what they want to go into. Right. If it's radio, yes, we have a, a very good contact with you at at Bold Gold. Um, you know, we have very good contacts with a lot of our small businesses. But some of them, you know, come in as Lyle said and don't know exactly what they want to do, and then it's well, you know, I. You know, I want to be a car manufacturer. Well, that's not available here. So sometimes, you know, Lyle will have to maybe research and do a little bit of other information, too, to to try to say, like, what else could be available yeah. to you? And or what something else? similar or something that, uh, yes. you know, fits your skill set. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, there, there's you know. typically elements of any job that mm-hmm. are transferable to what's available here in the community. Um, sure. 
Yeah. And and yeah. my my personal favorite happens to be uh, well, I want to play in the NBA. Okay, great. That means you got to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. And there's one right here. Yes. <laughs> yes. But so, we do have oh, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. One that you know, my I was used to laugh because my son would say, "I I want to be a clown when I grow up." <laughs> I well, know. we don't have a clown. We don't schools. have a clown academy <laughs> now, but uh, but there are around somewhere, and uh, you know, yeah. Uh, but great. So listen, our our time is going quickly. As as I had said, uh, let let's just review how people connect with Office for Workforce Development, and in particular, I know you've got some some new ways to connect. So let's let's talk about that. Yeah, so we were able to uh, launch that social media page. So we're on Facebook. You can just do a quick Facebook search for Sullivan County Center for Workforce Development, and we'll Mm -hmm. come right up. Uh, And on that Facebook page are a good number of links that will direct you to the county website. We should uh, shortly have some pretty easy-to-remember web addresses uh, that are going to be coming down the pike soon that are in the works. Uh, And as soon as those do launch... Uh, we'll we'll make sure that we have them up all over for everybody to to easily find. Uh, but I think the, right now the best way for someone to kind of get a look at our website and uh, connect with me mm-hmm. and uh, get all the phone numbers that are necessary is just doing a quick Facebook search, going on a Center for uh, Workforce Development, yeah, and uh, and and just doing a couple quick clicks and getting in touch. Yeah. I would like to just mention to reach out to anybody listening is that. Not that maybe just the youth are going to be listening to this, but if you're a parent out there mm-hmm. with some troubled teens or you're not sure what to do, they've quit school, anything, some of the church groups that are out there, we've got a lot of youth within the county, whether it be in the western end of the county or this uh, Monticello area. We'll do whatever we can throughout the entire county. So reach out to mm-hmm. us. If you know somebody that's in need, and the opioid crisis right now is still at a high in Sullivan yes. County, so you know we can assist with in those areas as well. So to anybody, not just the teens that are out there or the or the youth, but you know there's a lot of grandparents today raising children. So sure, no, that's a that's an excellent out. point. Yeah. Excellent and if anybody point. you know finds themselves talking to uh, young people and say, "Hey, why mm-hmm. don't you get a job?" Like that's the person who should be calling me uh, because <laughs> no, I can a, I can I can probably offer some help and that's some suggestions a, that uh, that get them going. That's a very important point, and Center for Workforce Development covers so so many aspects of that, and giving people direction, and especially young people in these days. So, uh, Lorene, that's a, that's a very important point. It's not just about the particular young person reaching out to your office, but also anybody who might have uh, somebody who's who's in need, so to speak, and maybe doesn't doesn't have a direction. You know, you could you could help. Yeah, absolutely. Help, I mean, even if it's just even if it's just putting together referrals to the agency that is going to work best for them, if we're not right. perfectly fine, we still have all of that information. We are still hooked very much into a network of systems, uh, and happy to, and to make sure people get the right place. Right, the partners that we can refer to, and they refer to us. We all kind of work together to try to help everyone. Excellent. Well, Lorene Gaberlin, director of the Center for Workforce Development, and Lyle Meinchef. Uh, who is? I'm not even going to attempt your what your title. What's your title again? I am the coordinator <laughs> of services for young people. <laughs> what was it? I I, I, <laughs> I am I am not the youth services coordinator. That's right. I am someone who coordinates 
services for youth. Very good. He's actually an employment and training specialist. Right. That's that, that's my official title. I like that. And 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 so true. And really, Ed, uh, uh, you opened up my eyes as to, uh, you know, the many, many varied services that are available. Good. Refer kids to me, Mike. Well. They're, they're, they're out there. You know, uh, I know SALT. Yeah. The um, Sullivan Alliance leading together. You sure. know, they do some great youth programs and services. They we've definitely had, do. I we've had with some, SALT all the time. Uh, yeah, we've had some conversations and also uh, are running a series of podcasts, especially related to the uh, substance use uh, issue yeah, here time, in the county, big time, big time issue. So yeah, it's 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 really important, and we need to support and, our, you know, our youth. Th- those young people who are in the kind of spiral of substance abuse issues, there's a work component, right? There's a there's a new life component when it comes to getting away from drugs. That's workforce development's end of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So if if there's a community component, if there's a work component, if there's a family component, if there is also, you know, the, the, the work that that young person or anybody has to do in order to get away from drugs, the, the workforce component is easily found through my office. Well, that's terrific. Again, thank you. Thank you both so much. Thank you. And uh, thank you for bringing us uh, the information about the Sullivan County Center for Workforce Development. This is Mike Sakel. Thanks for listening to the Radio Bold News Pod. Be back soon with more conversations that you can check out wherever you get your favorite podcasts and always at RadioBold.com.